Hi and welcome to Gizmo Podcast number 10. This is our final podcast for the year 2010 and I have with me our two experts, Nimish and Hardik. Hi guys. Hi, Ankur. Hey Ankur. Okay, okay. I I almost had you guys bumping together. Anyway, so I'm Ankur and let's begin our Gizmo Podcast, the final one for 2010. So as the year comes to a closure you would expect what we will discuss today and yes it's pretty much about 2010 the year in review so what were the gadgets that really had us crazy in the year 2010 what were the technologies that we are excited about so nimish hardik uh, what do you think 2010 had for us okay um i will go first here mm. 2010 was a pretty busy year i mean as usual now now we're getting used to multiple product launches almost every week sometimes almost every day especially as the holiday season has been coming on but i guess for me uh, the defining gadget of the year perhaps was ipad all said and done it brought tablets back into the mainstream after last year we had not heard about the tablet we knew they had existed at one time there been a lot of talk about them becoming big in the big beginning of the millennium but they never really got past we knew palm had the tungsten t which was around a 4 inch handheld pda touchscreen device we had large touchscreen devices but tablets people said no they would not work in our probability i packed over the strong now everyone is making tablets right now so for me if there was a huge big one single gadget i had to pick it would be the ipad i mean there were several other innovations of course but then i'm sure hardik would like to talk about them sure so uh, i would uh, i i uh, yes of course it's been a definitely exciting year for for the gadgets out there there are two two gadgets which actually uh, which actually changed my life because i have i've seen them i have i've worked on them uh the first one is the panasonic 3d cam carter uh which is you know which is a handheld cam carter which can shoot in 3d that's one that changed my life and two definitely the kinect for xbox 360 uh these two devices uh by far i think uh, are my favorite uh, uh, uh and again these both are innovations with respect to a camera technology a technology which goes into powering cameras So uh it's been a busy year uh, Nimish as you said and it's happened so now that we have to pick and choose hey do I really want to check out this gadget or I will skip the launch and cover something else so uh, as a reporter it's it's a difficult job for us now we we have to split it amongst us and kind of specialize in areas so and if you see the innovation uh, in the last few years after the iPhone it was quite on the smartphone side lot of things coming up better cameras sensors gyroscope and all this that came in but i am now seeing that something like kinect has brought in a very different kind of innovation it is uh, bringing motion gaming as we said before uh, in the podcast in our kinect podcast that it's you know in my view it's the future that has come a little early to us motion gaming we you know this is something like we used to see in movies or say a crush doing something on a super high tech time machine and uh, believe me that's the feeling i have about motion gaming and kinect uh so you know so the so the innovation with ipad and kinect it has actually come a little early i feel hey we are still in 2010 i'm still a kid ouch <laughs> okay so 
uh, that's my feeling and i'm just wondering before we actually you know uh, i have a whole list of gadgets drawn over here and we would probably choose our favorite top 3 for the year uh, what do you think 2011 holds for us let's uh, have a look at him a little into the future and then uh, perhaps we should uh, go back and see what really uh moved us in 2010 so what do you think the year ahead uh, brings for us or maybe a few years ahead no let's stick to 2011 what 2011 brings to us nimish um for the next couple of years to be very honest i expect uh, there are going to be massive improvements in what we call the tech side so i think we're going to have a resolution we're going to have bigger screens better displays faster processors i mean that is the norm but for me the most radical change that's going to take part take place also in the next year and a half two years is perhaps that a lot of our work to move from where we are from our devices onto the cloud because uh, one of the innovations actually which didn't come this year didn't come this year was the chrome os which you were expecting from google which didn't come across but the fact that we already have you know books like the jolly book which lets you work on the cloud work directly almost on the web all the time I think it's going to give the improved and in a big trend that's going to be the next couple of years whether it's your music whether it's your files whether it's your data your photographs I have a feeling you're not going to be storing them on a device so all the stuff of 16 GB on the memory 32 GB on the memory might just fade to the background you'll be storing everything online you'll be able to access it from any device I think that could be happening in the next couple of years a big step forward will be taken this year I think Well, so one of the things I was just going through my emails and a lot of CES related emails were there and I saw a photograph which showed uh, someone gesturing at the iPad screen and you could actually control what's happening in there. So I was quite excited here. What is this accessory that they are coming up with? Hardik, uh, what is exciting you about 2011? Uh, I, I think uh, 2011, um, according to me, will be a big, big, big influx of 3D. as a technology a lot more content available being available onto it, onto it a lot more home grown video in 3d thanks to panasonic's 3d camcorder um you know we'll see a lot many people making 3d videos uh, we have already seen the influx of uh, consumer electronic companies like samsung uh, or lg or you know our panasonic bringing out first coming out with 3d and then probably bringing out the 3D LED TVs ensuring that you know because the indian consumer also and most of the consumers are now uh talking about saving energy saving power green computing uh, green homes etc so led consumes less, less charge and which is why i think uh, the two, two the two big things one one would be 3D Two would be lot many devices which will con- keep consuming less and less power, thus in- ensuring that the that the uh, carbon footprint is kept to the minimum. Pretty interesting. So I was actually uh, drawing up a list of uh, gadgets. Uh, it's a quick list that I've just drawn uh, about gadgets that came in in 2010. So I have a quick uh, list. Of course. Yes. Just before you get into that, uh, yes. I think the one thing which I know it's not going to happen in 2011 but I really wish it would happen in 2011 would be better for life. Sorry? One thing which I know is not going to happen in 2011 but I really wish would happen in 2011 is better battery life for our gadgets. Ouch. Uh, I can go on for hours and hours crying about battery life. 
स्मार्टफोन but i spent a good enough 13000 on this i got the pack recently last week and i'm using it it gives me 4 hours of extra battery when my macbook is fully charged so if the macbook isn't fully charged it actually draws extra power from the battery and it goes only 2 hours or so extra and uh, i'm really realizing this battery is a big mess kind of thing i'm ready to pay for external batteries and even they don't work so well for me and when it comes to smartphone we all talk about portability but in the moment you put a extra battery pack it's gone the portability is dead and i've actually come back to my nokia e63 this week and i was using an iphone and a few other devices before that i even gave up the blackberry and i realized uh, there are few things about this device i was just telling nimish before we begin the podcast it feels like i've come back home the battery i just don't have to worry about it 2 3 days easily with some amount of twitter going on on the phone i really can't do mobile internet that's a constraint and the buttons uh, i'm just used to it you know press a button go into the menu and uh, i don't know uh, I, someone should really make a good smartphone i've said this before many people have said this before with a good keyboard combination something like the palm trio 650 full touch screen full keyboard operations and you are, you know you can you can be as speedy with the keyboard as a touch screen over there in that device so uh, someone should really make something like that with a kick ass battery that's that's needed and yeah it's not happening in 2011 but i really hope it happens and uh, i don't mind sacrificing a couple of features for that to make that happen uh, i don't know what features but i don't mind sacrificing some features for that so uh, if if you say that might You know, display won't be as bright as a Super AMOLED display. I don't care. The simple LCD works for me. The original iPhone display works for me, but give me very good battery life. That's what I want from it. So uh, let's put this as a wish list. You know, very concrete, uh, like marked on the rocks. Uh, we want a good battery life from our gadgets. That's what we want from future. But going back to 2010, the gadgets. Uh, here is the list I have. Uh, I have the iPad, iPhone 4, MacBook Air. Okay, I have the Apple lineup first. Uh, the new iPod Nano, which is a multi-touch iPod. I have Windows Phone 7 here. I have Microsoft Xbox Connect, Connect for Xbox. I have the Google Nexus One. I have the Samsung Galaxy Tab here, the Galaxy S, uh, a Panasonic 3D camcorder, which uh, we handled uh, at the Nvidia event. This was a consumer. product for dollar 1500 so it was a 3d camcorder and it worked pretty well i have the kindle 3 over here finally so that's the quick list i have drawn so uh, what i want you guys to do is pick two or three of your favorite from this something that you feel really changed the way we do things or uh, something that you like something you feel has made the biggest impact so go ahead nimish uh, any two or three from the list Okay, have the Hugo first. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so uh, my, my three choices: uh, something which probably have have changed my life or will change my life. Uh, first is starting with the Panasonic 3D camcorder. Two, definitely the Kinect for Xbox 360, and three is the Windows Phone 7. Uh, uh, 
three different three different devices uh, but uh, i i want to talk about kinect and windows phone 7 uh, simply because uh, the only thing that makes that is common between the two of them is xbox uh, or the xbox live service which as we mentioned uh, you know cloud will become big in 2011 cloud is available on xbox xbox as well as on the windows phone 7 yeah. uh, for example if i if i start a game on xbox uh i can pause the game out there and if the same game is available for the windows phone over xbox live um i can go and start start the game out there so that's like one seamless experience over cloud and this one thing which i have loved uh which i have been using and i totally go by it uh the second is the panasonic 3d charger uh i have a samsung 3d tv at my place it's a it's a big 50 50 inch led tv uh, led 3d tv uh the challenge which i face these days is i don't have enough 3d content to watch on to it but if my friends come over to my place uh, i take this 3d camcorder shoot something uh, edit it uh, put it up onto a dvd or a pen drive plug it in onto the samsung tv and get my friends to watch it and there and the experience is totally kicking so these are my top three products uh i would also i also love the iphone 4 uh simply because uh, because of face time i mean no other feature on iphone 4 takes me uh, takes me or gives me that mojo uh, except for face time i only wish 3g would come in india in a pretty soon at a affordable price because then this would be a big impact so you know, so those are my short short things great thanks adik nimish You want to go next? Okay, um, I'm definitely going to go on the method earlier. I said the Apple iPad, simply because it brought a whole new device into our lives. Everyone complained that, oh no, we don't want to carry one more gadget. Oh, we're already carrying a smartphone. We're already carrying a netbook. We're already carrying maybe even a notebook. Who wants to carry one more gadget? And then millions of people said, things are getting better and better. And millions more will perhaps buy some sort of tablet as well next year too. So I think it was a paradigm change in spite of all the criticism leveled on it which again is very reminiscent of the earlier iPhone. When the first one had come with oh the Google doesn't work properly you can't install apps on it it's bad. A lot of criticism came on the iPad too some very very noted pundits complained that it doesn't have a camera what do you need a camera on a 10 inch tablet I don't know but still that complaint was made but in the end everyone ended up using it so for me The iPad was a paradigm change. It was a gadget. If I had to pick a second one, I would agree with Hardik. It's the Kinect. Because if you notice something, the Nintendo Wii a couple of years, three years ago, the Wii it took gaming out of, shall we say, the gamers preserve, the hardcore gamers preserve, the guy who's crouched over, you know, uh, console in a dark room playing some very intense game and got it into the living room. Because it's just so easy to play. It is motion sensing gaming, but there was still a controller. Kinect took the controller out totally from the equation. Suddenly, anyone can just switch on an Xbox 360, pop in a game, and with an almost minimal learning curve, a minimal learning curve as to learning when you have to wave your arm, where you have to lean, when you have to hop, when you have to swirl in the air, perhaps, and start playing a game. That, for me, is staggeringly brilliant. I mean, Kinect has brought gaming mainstream it's that good i think it of course the games that come out are going to determine what's going to happen 
if I had to pick a third gadget, this is going to be unusual. I'm going to go with the third edition of Kindle. And uh, I was expecting this. <laughs> not, yeah. <laughs> uh, not uh, not really so much because of the product itself. To me, what made a huge difference was it had a Wi-Fi edition, and the price of the Kindle suddenly became a lot more affordable. Last year, we shut out last year with the Kindle costing in the region of two hundred fifty dollars. Now you can get a Kindle for less than hundred and fifty dollars. For me, that's pretty critical because you think e-books that much closer to people. Of course, the next big thing that should happen is the price of e-books get lesser than paper books. Will Kindle editions do that? I don't know. Among other things, I agree with Hardik. FaceTime is absolute mojo. But then again, I'm also worried about 3G coming to India. Look, it's it's supposed to decrease the battery life by the further 30 percent. God knows what will happen. But yeah, Facebook does a FaceTime does a mojo. What about you, Ankur? Okay, so some idiot is playing very loud music around my place, so I just uh, relocated myself. <laughs> but uh, that's a pretty interesting list, uh, Nimesh. Uh, uh, one thing we all have common amongst us is uh, the Kinect. I, you know, I just I'm just crazy about that technology. I, I have just had a few hours of Kinect till now. And I just can't get over it. Uh, a couple of my friends have bought Kinect, and uh, I think so I'll be buying one as soon as I'm fit to play. So uh, that's one for sure. So we have spoken a lot about Kinect. One thing I really liked, uh, you know, which has come out just recently, and we had a hands-on, is the new MacBook Air. Now there isn't, you know, something really new in there except for SSD as your primary hard disk and that's what the future is you know we have faster processors we have sensors this and that but hey your data won't be accessible till you really have a fast hard disk system and that's what a solid state drive brings in so that's what really makes me excited about uh, the new macbook air they completely do away with the hard disks it's ahead of its time and i'm sure this is what we'll see a lot of gadgets coming, a lot of laptops coming out with in 2011 as well, uh, SSD only options. So uh, that's a technology I'm excited about. That's something which I love, which has come out. And it's not too expensive either. That's another good thing. It's cheaper than my MacBook Pro 13 inch. So uh, that's the second one. And if I have to pick a third one, this will be a little controversial. I will go with the iPad. I know I've written it off. In our second podcast about tablets, I've been completely speaking, why tablet, why tablet, why tablet? But I have to agree with you all that, hey, this is something which has sparked up a revolution. And I'm yet to see the real utility of a tablet, I'll be honest. But I can see so many people buying a Kindle, buying a tablet. There is something coming up for sure. And Apple has certainly sparked off a lot of competitors coming out with tablets. I'm not saying that they're responding to Apple by launching a tablet and going with the hype. But Apple took the lead, and a lot of people are coming up with tablets. We are expecting a lot of announcements next year on the, in the tablet space. And I really hope someone comes up with a tablet which does something cool. Uh, I really feel that Palm had sensed the need for a third gadget like this with their folio, which of course didn't release. But it seems that the network and now evolving to a tablet, there is a market which is being explored and I'm waiting for a breakthrough gadget. I'm still waiting for something which will really take tablets to the masses. So will it be the iPad 2 or the first tablet from Motorola that's coming up? Maybe it has a backtrack 
something something which will make it uh, out of the world but hey I, i'm excited about this technology so that's 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 the three from my side i really don't know you know the list is so good i'm just testing another olive pad which i got yesterday and i somehow somehow i like it the large screen it's a little better to play with and then there are a lot of other technologies that i'm ex- i'm excited about like windows phone 7 which uh, hardik said and i'll go on with this i, I think i should stop here but yeah windows phone 7 which brings your xbox uh, live in there that's again something which hints towards the cloud which nimish said will be big going forward in 2011 so that's the list from my side a lot of things that are exciting me and uh, anything else guys that you are missing here well uh, this this one is a bit uh, about the kinect which i actually had talked about the launch also and it's kind of fascinating that kinect is right now being identified with gaming yeah but the fact is as hard to tell you or even as you know yeah yeah for me the most fascinating part is that you can actually use it browse the net when you go on xbox live yeah to be able to flick through the games that other players that are available on xbox live by just moving your hand like this just flicking your hand in front of you and the games move in front of you for me you know that is phenomenal yeah. i mean the day the day somebody can do that on a pc that okay i'm sitting in front of a pc and there's a cam somewhere and it's just the cam for the webcast i just say okay i want to go forward and i click my fingers and maybe the page goes forward or make some flick and it goes back or something like that i mean the idea is staggering well yeah i don't like this web page you know how the web os ui is you just flick a card up and it goes out so you just flick your hand in front of your screen and the window closes or it moves or you switch tabs while browsing uh, this sounds much like the opera video which was out i guess some time back which was Uh, just a hint at the future so and even on the smartphones like you have your you have most smartphones with a front camera maybe it works such that there was a tech, uh, hey there was this patent or something we saw which said wink to control your mp3 player you control it with your eyes and that's right yeah that's pretty interesting again and kinect at the moment i think so if i've heard correct uh, i had someone from microsoft saying that it senses 48 points on your body at the moment and the technology will evolve to get to 96 and more and more points on your body and it will get more precise and lot more things will be possible educational medical lot of other uses are being looked at and it's open for developers and it's being hacked all around the world that's what we are hearing so yep uh, this is an interesting space i i i, I just got a feeling again i love my job <laughs> so uh, any closing words guys any closing words uh just uh, just one more thing before we end the closing stage just one more thing yeah. isn't it fascinating i think that all three of us have gone with three gadgets and uh, apart from the kinect yeah. and the ipad and the mine and they've all been different and yet for the first time i think in about two or three years we're coming up with a short list and there are no phones uh yeah no let's no phones i mean it's considering the amount number of phones that were released this year yeah. we had whole new smartphones platform evolve and establish itself i think android now has come to stay yeah. it's threatening symbian and threatening everybody there yeah but there wasn't a phone on the list yeah i mean why was this hardik what do you think <laughs> why no phone uh, uh so i so i had a phone on my favorite but uh, you know one of the reasons why i would uh, why i would say that we did not have much phones on the list is uh, i don't know what's happened to the nokia in it I definitely I don't know what happened to the BlackBerry Bolt. 
there are some bits of technologies uh, they have been spoken about a lot but i really don't know why they went that uh, according to probably according to me uh the reason why I had, the only reason why i had windows phone 7 in my list is because i am a gamer uh and because i can pause a game on to the phone go back to my console and start the game from where i paused and all of this is happening because of the cloud service of xbox live that's one 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 big reason so it's pretty interesting hardik so that something new has come on the platform and that's that's what made you speak about it and if you have a look a lot has been happening on the smartphone end as well uh, like nimish said a lot of smartphones did come out android has matured finally uh, or let's say it's maturing <laughs> i don't know the android versus ios debate will go on but th- there's a lot we can speak about on smartphone platforms windows phone 7 came up uh, symbian is revamping migo might come out next year and a lot is happening um, blackberry has its qnx which they are talking about uh, on the playbook and then in some time in the future on smartphones as well but uh, it's noteworthy over here that it's not exciting that exciting anymore given that something like a ipad or kinect has come out and uh, that's very fair because it's the same thing which is being like speeding up better cameras more resolution on your display another sensor thrown in but something that really uh shifts your experience is missing and uh, I, i don't know i'm still very happy see you know you i was using a 3gs uh, after the iphone 4 launch i was pretty happy with it there was weren't any complaints i am not missing out something great over there so apple might say that it changes everything again and for a lot of people it does i feel that there are a lot of other technologies that has come out and now we are looking at lot more innovation in the consumer tech space rather than just smartphones so i feel the smartphone boom is there it's growing but it's something that is in the center of all the other things that are happening and now focus is shifting a little towards other things now as well i think so that's what is happening kinect has come out and we i'm sure we'll see a lot of other things happening uh, in 2011 as well and uh, yep cloud yes, yep just one more second i'm again interrupting in interruptly rude but just for the sake of our listeners let yeah. us just each pick one phone which you consider to be the best phone of the year uncle you start off which do you think was if you had to pick one phone yeah. which is the one phone of the year uh, i would say the iphone 4 uh, <laughs> yeah. uh so um, i would be honest here i i would have said the iphone 3gs if the iphone 4 was not out and i am yet to see a os and a phone combined together which gives such a experience i used a few androids lately i still use a nokia i have a e63 in my hand i've tried a few touch screens of nokia but uh, let's be honest nothing gives the experience that the ios is able to deliver at the moment and on the iphone 4 or even the ipod touch 4 which uh, i have used little more than the iphone 4 the speed the display it it works better you know faster than anything else for me and that's what i care about when i am on the move and i am on a handle i don't have patience on a pc perhaps yes if a screen is loading i'll switch to the next browser i will do something else but on a smartphone it's all about speed and that's what attracts me on the ipod touch 4 or iphone 4 these are really fast handles so that's what attracts me more than the display and the camera the speed attracts me okay hardik your call Windows Phone Seven, yes. Which Windows Phone Seven? <laughs> no, no. So this is this is not about picking. If you had to ask me to pick up a gadget, uh, 
that came and which really changed a lot of things is I would say iPhone 4 uh, simply because I love FaceTime on iPhone 4. Wow. I, I simply love it. I simply love it. I wish we. I wish 3G was penetrated into the Indian markets. I, I am on the Airtel, uh, you know, beta 3G. Uh, so I have 3G on my phone, and believe me, when I used FaceTime on it, it was simply superb. Uh, but yes, Windows Phone 7 as well, uh, because I'm a big gamer, uh, and because it allows me to, you know, play Xbox Live games onto the phone. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me right now. It gives but me. But Hardik, confess, confess, Hardik, which Windows Phone 7 are you using? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm using an LG, LG Windows Phone 7. Uh, this phone is not released yet in India. Ah, okay, all right. Okay. But, but you know what, Nimish, it really does not matter because at the end of the day, behind the scenes, it's one gigahertz processor, it's minimum of 8 GB RAM, it's minimum of 5 hardware buttons, it's minimum of a 5 megapixel camera. So that is the bare minimum. So that, you know, it really does not matter what phone I use. At the end of the day. Okay, so I'll I'll be in with my option, and which I think is going to scandalize a lot of people because it is not on paper a very powerful phone. It has not sold as many units as the iPhone 4. I'm coming. I'm coming with the LG Optimus One. Oh, oh, okay. I'm coming with the LG oh. Optimus One simply because it was the first handset which we saw being released in a relative high-profile manner, which was not a high-end handset. And it had the latest version of Android. We had, at a time when we had people like Samsung baffling with a 2.2 update, they had Galaxy S, a very good handset, but they weren't updating it in time. There were other manufacturers like Motorola Milestone, which wasn't going up to 2.2. And suddenly we had LG come out with the Optimus One, which okay, did not have great specs. It had only a 3.2 inch as compared to 3.5 inch appears in others, as a 3.2 megapixel camera as compared to the 5 megapixel ones we had others. Not a one gigahertz processor, but hey, it is running the latest version of Android. It is decent hard. And most importantly of all, it finally delivered a handset which did not cost the earth. It was around 12,500 rupees in India, which is around $270, $275. So suddenly, here was the latest technology at not a very high price. Yes, it is not going to be as high-profile as some of the other handsets. It is not going to sell as much as others. But I think the beautiful thing about the, the LG Optimus One was it proved you can deliver the latest technology at a price that is relatively affordable. And for me, that makes it the phone of the year. That's, that's very interesting, Namish. Now, Optimus One, we have spoken about this a lot in our last podcast. And wow. Yeah, that's interesting. We so easily we neglect and uh, ignore the price factor when it comes to gadgets. And yeah, if you look from a very practical point of view, the Optimus One sure uh, made a big difference over here. So I'm sure a lot of other handsets in this range will come up with a Froyo update as well. But Optimus One, I think so it did well for LG. I think so it's its bestseller for 2010, I believe. They sold more than a million already, I guess. So. Wow. Yeah, I think so. I read the news there. They had sold a million. Optimus, I think so. Optimus one only. Yeah, uh, Optimus was a fail as it is. So Optimus one was the one. So that's that's quite an interesting podcast. Now uh, we have discussed so many things ranging from uh, technologies we expect in 2011 to our favorite technology gadgets of 2010, and finally closing with so many smartphones discussed. Finally, it feels good. So now that I feel so complete about this, I I guess we'll 
wait for CES next week and see what new is coming up. We will do a CES special podcast as well and I hope our friend Luke will join us who is covering CES for Only Gizmos. And that's pretty much for our last podcast of 2010. You can follow me on Twitter. I am Ankur, uh, spelled as A-N-N-K-U-R. You can follow Nimish at, at Nimish Dubey and you can follow Hardik at Hardik. Thank you.